Hi, this is Dr. Meg Hayworth, holistic psychologist and nutrition strategist, and you're listening to Get Well Soon podcast series, the show that explores how to heal yourself with food and the power of the mind. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Meg Hayworth, host of the Get Well Soon podcast series and creator of the Get Well Soon and What Celebrities Eat coaching programs, helping people heal themselves of chronic illness and persistent symptoms with food and the power of the mind. Now, as a celebrity nutritional chef and a holistic psychologist with nearly two decades of experience, I'm so excited to bring you some of the most seasoned professionals in the arena of health, wellness, and mindset. So please share this podcast with anyone that you think would benefit. I have interviews with top names like celebrity nutritionist J.J. Bergen on traumatic brain injuries, Chris Wark from Chris Beat Cancer on what everyone needs to know about cancer, Wynn Claybaugh, author of Be Nice or Else, and owner of the Paul Mitchell Salon Schools, and Dr. Kim Duramo, best-selling author of Mind Body Toolkit. Um, so for anyone who leaves a review this month, you'll be entered into a drawing for a free 30-minute Get Well Soon session with me, plus a downloadable copy of my acclaimed cookbook, Done With Dairy, Giving Up Gluten, 14 Days to a Delicious and Healthy You. So please just take a minute of your day and just help get the message out on, about our show and leave a review right here for us. So today, I am so excited to speak to a dynamic woman who is changing the world through helping women brand themselves, through reaching inside of them to pull out their authentic selves. Marla Diane is my guest today. She is an entrepreneur, visionary, and philanthropist for two decades, bringing her 20-plus years of entertainment, publicity, expertise, and love of personal development to her eight-year-old mentoring company. She is passionate about coaching creative women entrepreneurs how to develop an inspiring, trusted, and congruent personal brand as she mentors them on how to build a leveraged business based on a healthy money relationship that generates leads, ideal clients, and higher revenues. She intends for her clients to be an integrated personal brand and business owner to excel in their industry as the go-to expert working less, as in more time for family, travel passions, while earning more. Marla is a certified money breakthrough method coach who inspires women and men to transform their relationship with money helping them break free of unaware, limiting money beliefs and habits, gain control of their money behaviors, and build a stronger self-worth and higher income. And you can find her on the web at www.marladiane, it's M-A-R-L-A-D-I-A-N-N.com. Welcome to the show, Marla. Well, thank you. I appreciate you having me. Um, I love, love, love your platform, and I know we, uh, you know, we related really well on the wellness um, yes. level, and interesting how we both have, you know, if I call it different facades, but it's really the same purpose is about mm-hmm. transformation via mm-hmm. via health and well-being. Exactly, exactly. I love it, yeah. um, and I love your philosophy because it's about going within and pulling that out and your tagline is one of my favorites uh branding is who you are not what you do so t- can you tell listeners what are you really passionate about yeah Whew. well okay and then we can go into what all that tagline means exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> so 
I'm passionate about really the health and well-being of life, um, women's dignity and success. I love humanity, family, culture, innovation. Gosh, love, love that. The arts and expression. And I have been, you know, uh, grateful to build a mentoring company that integrates all of that. Um, Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a lot of things to pull together. And um, there are areas that I think that uh, women especially really need help in sewing all of those pieces <laughs> together. So yeah. uh, it's wonderful that you're out there doing that. So can you tell us, tell us more about your, your business and your passion and how you help people? Yeah, of course. So I mentor what I call passionate, ambitious, creative women. Mm. How to navigate a clear path to hire more consistent revenues, right? They're entrepreneurs without, and this is a really important piece here, which is I know you're going to, you know, totally relate with, without compromising their health, their well-being, their dignity, their families, or their values, Wow. Yeah. It's it's a very integrated process. This is, you know, yes, I go through, you know, when I coach either private one-on-one or in a group program mm-hmm. is, yes, of course, we go through the typical, you know, strategies and systems, marketing systems, and use this tool and so forth, all the mm-hmm. important things to branding and such. But I am of the belief, because I love human potential, I'm of the belief that if you're going to show up as a brand, right, because today's, as you know, today's marketing and branding is you are the brand of your business, where years ago it was the opposite, right? The business Mm. itself and the person behind it was kind of, you know, secondary. Right, right. But the onslaught of social media and how everything's changed with Mm -hmm. marketing, it's very relationship marketing. You're the brand. And so my stand is and my advocacy is making sure that when you do show up, you know, as a brand, that you're you're ideally in your most authentic, genuine form and that your content um, speaks to that and speaks obviously then to your target market. Um, Okay. And a lot of that comes from, you know, I've got a journalism degree, you know, I spent you know, gosh, 22 years in the entertainment industry. So I'm, mm. I'm a writer. So I'm all about content, expressing who you are mm-hmm. and so forth. And I did, you know, I was branding celebrities and visual performing artists to the masses. Mm-hmm. And so I know how to do this. I know how to really, as far as content, which is really huge today, everything is about content, is I want you to show up you know, mm-hmm. as, again, as integrated as possible rather than what you think you're supposed to be or what you think others want mm-hmm. to be. Yes. Right? <laughs> and there's also this phenomena that I've been seeing and I've been hearing coaches talk to people about this and they tell people to find somebody who you think is great and you want to be like and then copy them. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so you have this false persona being projected, and then the people aren't really getting true help. Yeah, you know, 
there's nothing wrong with, and here's a way to kind of reframe that. Mm-hmm. And I've used it myself. And there's nothing wrong with having people out there that you admire, right? That sure. you aspire to be similar to. And there's nothing wrong with that as being inspiration. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. To be more of who you are. Because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I admit when I was first starting out in the mentoring coaching industry eight years ago, I'm like, oh my gosh. All right, so how do I take all this 20 some odd years of knowledge and, mm-hmm. you know, bring it out and share it with people and so forth? Well, I had to follow somebody and start putting together the pieces. I want to say it took me a couple of years to finally kind of come into my own uh, uh-huh. and really yeah. be most authentic because that was all part of my transformational process. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's nothing wrong with, with looking at those that you admire and use them for inspiration. You know, but yeah, you yeah, <laughs> I think it's uh, powerful too what you're doing in terms of um, helping the person uh, shape themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and becoming a deeper expression of who they are and living that out in the world. And what you just said was really. I think also very powerful is that it's not something that you, you know, you just put your brand out there and then boom, there you go. It's, mm-hmm. it's a constant development process. It's a, um, it's a self-development process. So do you help people through along the way? Oh my gosh. Yeah. All along the way of the process? Yeah. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. I come from a very holistic model <clears throat> and how this kind of integration translates to the coaching model is that I work with the person, their habits, their behaviors, how they make decisions. And keep in mind, you're a business owner, right? You're a woman business yeah. owner, creative woman business owner of all different types of creativity. But you are, what I'm helping you do is integrate instead of splinter who mm-hmm. you are as a business owner. Because women, right? And we can feel very splintered. I mean, oh. that this and this is talking to women that aren't business owners, too. I mean, you can yes. feel splintered in your life yes. like you're doing too much. You're not living your life for yourself. You're living it for everyone else. Everyone else. And you're right. It could be a professional. It could be a business owner. Um, but with my particular market, because I'm really helping these women, um, you know, build a leveraged model. So as I'm mentoring them how to integrate all of who they are and looking at habits, behaviors, and so forth, and it's also through the um, catalyst of their relationship with money, which I'll kind of go into in a, in a few minutes, because yeah. mon- money, money is an absolute catalyst for change, and it represents mm-hmm. so much in our life, but we'll get, we'll get there in a minute. Um, Anyway, by helping them integrate mm-hmm. and really shift their um, their habits and their behaviors and how they make decisions as a business owner, what are their boundaries, um, how do they do their calendar, um, how are they looking at their money conversations, all these different things all have to do with helping them evolve and integrate so that they mm-hmm. can be a more authentic brand that shows up in the world. Awesome. That's beautiful. Now, I, I do want to bring out something that you and I have talked about before, and that I think was 
one of the most powerful things that you've been through in your life. And since this podcast is about getting well soon, mm-hmm. um, can you share us, uh, you had a major turning point. Um, can you share with listeners uh, what happened for you uh, in terms of an illness that changed your life? Yeah. And, and this, sure, this is actually, it's one of two, what I call defining moments, you know, mm-hmm. in my um, in my personal and my professional life. And the, this one you're referring to is I was, um, gosh, here I was, it was 2003. Mm-hmm. And I was a single mom. I had a fabulous 25-year-old son who's out in Austin, Texas right now. And I was, uh-huh. I was raising him and I was running my PR agency, my entertainment PR agency. And just, mm-hmm. you know, doing my thing and making things happen and Thinking, thinking I'm super healthy and I'm positivity, you know, mindset mm-hmm. and inspiration and creativity and all this. And uh, and I get diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, wow. Yeah, it was a huge wake-up call. And sure. um, I really took this challenge and I turned it into a gift. Um, Beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> Um, not only did I get incredibly proactive about it, meaning mm-hmm. I researched everything I could about it, knew what my options were, and, mm-hmm. and mind you, health, and you know this about me, is that health mm-hmm. is my top value. Yes. It always has been. I've always loved exercise and health and feeling great and you know, just mm-hmm. really connecting the body, the mind, spirit. And even when I was little and I couldn't define it that way, I was that way. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So here I was, you know, given this, you know, diagnosis and there was none, no one in our family ever had anything like this. I was the first. And so I got proactive, understood what my options were so that when I had to make choices on treatments and surgery and all those things, that I really knew what I, you know, wanted. And I combine both Eastern and Western medicine because I'm very metaphysical and I hugely believe in, you know, integrative health. Thank goodness, yes. thank goodness for Western yeah. medicine. But we all know how limiting it can be. So yes, absolutely. And I, that's a really important for listeners to uh, to take in oh, right there. Oh boy, um, is it an integrative approach? And another thing too that's extremely important for them to think about is. Looking at your options, so many people, when they get diagnosed with breast cancer, they just feel powerless, yes. and then the doctors are just sort of pulling them through. Exactly. You're going to do this. You're going to. You've got to do this. You've got to mm-hmm. do that. You have to do it right this minute. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. yeah, exactly. Great it. that you took time, and I love your whole. It says a lot about just who you are already. Your your um, ability to look at all the options, look at what's available to you, and then integrate them in a way that feels right to your own heart, mind, body, soul. Yeah, I mean that, and that's you know, hence the reason why that showed up in my life was a wake up call to really get me to be more integrated, listen to the, my intuition, listen to my spirit, and I loved how I was able to give back. In other words, take this challenge. And I turned it into a gift in that I ended up volunteering for Susan G. Komen, the LA affiliate, and I became their speaker chair for about six years, where I got to go out and speak to you know audiences small and large about mm-hmm. this my journey, about my you know um, survivor story, how I was proactive, and of course Komen Initiative. So 
I was really inspiring people, women more in particular, women and their families, how to be proactive about their health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that's great. It, 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 that little did I know <laughs> was where <laughs> I learned my speaking chops, which I then, what was that, six years, uh, seven years later, yeah. I turned into a mentor, speaker, coach, and so forth. So Wonderful. That's, yeah, that was um, an interesting experience for sure. That, uh, And this is a great way of demonstrating, too, um, how you do build your brand and build your life on on the things that happen in your life. You know, it's sort of one building block upon the next, and then you're creating all along the way who you are and who you're becoming. Yeah, in in fact, that's a a good point, Um, and that is the core of your brand, at least in my world and hundreds of other experts, is about storytelling. Mm -hmm. Your your core, I call it a brand story, right? Mm -hmm. Your brand story, which is my, my core strategy for my clients, when you are able to share, I call it your struggle to victory story, on your about page rather than, this is my company, this is what we do, this is who we serve, <laughs> that is not an about page. That's not a story. Right, right. right. That, can, that can come after. That's okay. You know, just that information. That's just information. <laughs> that can come below the story. And I do have that, by the way, on my page. Mm-hmm. But what you're doing is, the reason for this is storytelling, it's in our DNA. Right, it's it goes back to forever, but storytelling is a way of emotionally connecting with people. Right? Yes, that's um, true. And you're just sharing. I mean, it's it's a great selling strategy because you're just sharing who you are. So essentially, in that story that you're talking about, mm-hmm. is you are able to create an emotional resonance and create a know, like, and trust factor on the spot with somebody mm-hmm. new that's getting to know you at your site because most people go to the about page, see what you're about. Yes. And what you've done is you've turned yourself into this human brand so that people can relate to you. Yeah. yeah. Right? And yeah, it gives them a place to connect. Yeah, it? it gives them a place to connect and realize, wait a minute, wow, I really relate with that. What else do they have? What else do they offer? I think I like this person. Yeah. Rather than what they do. So going back to that tagline, branding is who you are, not what you do. Right. Right. Okay. Um, so you, there are a couple of things that I really wanted to cover in this. Um, and I would love to talk to you for hours on end. <laughs> I think we have before. Um, <laughs> you have so much to share and give oh, and help people oh, with. And, you know, I think one of the main reasons, you know, to, that I wanted to talk to you is, is uh, that, uh, so many women, especially, are living their lives, and men are living their lives for somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, they're not integrated. They're not. Uh, mm-hmm. They're not being authentic. And so, uh, just having your voice saying, "Hey, this is what I do. This is how I help people. This is um, how I can get you well." I think that sometimes people that are sick, it doesn't really click with them. The part of why they might be ill is that they're not living an authentic life. They are living for somebody else. Um, And I can tell you that was uh, something that was one of my issues. You know, I was really thinking that I was doing what would make my parents happy, even though I'd never really consulted them and say, hey, mom and dad, would this make you happy? (laughs) You know? (laughs) 
it was this assumption that, that this would, you know, like, okay, well, if I do the corporate job and I get married and I buy the house and all the things they did, then they'll be happy with me. And it was, it wasn't, it didn't matter if they were happy with me. It mattered. I was happy with me. Yeah. So, yeah. um, you working with this and you working with integrating people, can you tell us some about what is your integration strategy? Yeah, sure. So it's based on this, making decisions that align with your top five values. Oh, wow, that's a beautiful idea. Yeah. In other words, when we make, and this is, this is not just Marla's world, although I live by this, I mean, it's out there. And that is when we make decisions, and that is, let me go back. It's about clarity and knowing what your top values are. So when mm -hmm. you make decisions on a daily basis, personally, professionally, that align with those values, you're going to have, for the most part, a, con a congruent life, right? And mm -hmm. this is where I come okay. from in my coaching. It's, okay. it's when we make decisions, and it happens to all of us. It happened to me. In fact, it just happened to me recently, and I'll share that story in a, in a minute about what happened. Mm -hmm. And that is when we don't make decisions, small and large, based on those five um, top values, that which is really our true north, um, mm -hmm. we end up with chaos. We end up with less than than what, than what we expected, whatever that is. We end up uh, with disconnection. We end up with uh -huh. health issues, on and on and on, right? So very interesting. So, do you you help people figure out what their top values yeah, yeah. are? I, I can't imagine that everyone just can give wing off. These are my five top values. You know, yeah. like I think people would have to search inside them, and because mm -hmm. it's not something that we go through life thinking about necessarily. I agree with you, and that's why the world has people like you to help them be more conscious about their health and how they're living their lives and eating and so forth. And me as this, you know, if you will, quote, branding and business innovation coach, I'm really helping you, you know, integrate so that you're not compromising that health and well-being and so forth. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So you said you had a story, though, yeah. about something that happened to you recently that I'd love to hear that. Yes, of course. And I know a lot of you out there hearing this, you're all going to be nodding your head going, I know, I know. And it has to do with a word that starts with S and ends with S, and it's called stress. <laughs> right? And here... Yeah. <laughs> Here's what happened is, okay, so my top value is health and vitality, right? Right. Well, because I wasn't really paying attention, I knew it was there, but I thought I was supposed to do it one certain way, meaning running my business, kind of doing my life and so forth. And that was a business, if you will, model, or I should say volume or the way you do certain things in my mentoring business and the marketing and so forth, I wasn't really being true to who I was. And so I was causing myself a tremendous amount of stress. Mm -hmm. And as a result of it, and this happened actually two years ago, the condition that showed up, um, but I didn't start doing anything about it until last year and then even more recently in the last two, three months. And that is I ended up with a skin condition, and it's called, mm. it's called vitiligo. And vitiligo, yes. right, you know this being the expert you mm -hmm. are. Vitiligo is actually a, a digestive 
mm-hmm. right? It's it's from your how you eat, it's your lifestyle, it is your skin. I'm looking at this, you know, and it started on my back, um, and I thought, what the heck is all this? Long story short, they're going through some Western medicine, dermatologists and so forth, and getting creams and all these things. I ended up finding recently a um, naturopath uh, doctor who actually had it and cured himself through a uh, regimen, right? A regimen of okay. certain type of eating. I'm sure a mm-hmm. lot of this that you coach and, mm-hmm. and stress, looking at your stress levels. So yes. my point is I was not, I was not making choices and decisions based on mm-hmm. one of my top values, which is health and, and vitality and wellness. Uh, I see. I was constantly in stress, and it manifested itself through the skin condition. Yeah, and it sounds like what you did is you took your healing into your own hands, which is what I always tell people to do, and found somebody who had already healed it. Yep, that's right. And then, hey, can you help me? That's exactly (laughs) it. I mean, and I happened upon this this particular expert um, when I was looking for something else. <laughs> Don't you mm. love how the universe works? I do. I, I do. And it's really, I, I love to say this too, is that you, when you are putting it out there, you're searching for this. It's on your mind. It's in your heart. You're moving forward in this. Um, uh, it comes to you. I think Yogananda said in his book, uh, The Law of Success, uh, opportunities come to us by creation, not by chance. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're 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 creating that opportunity by putting it out there. So that's something that I think listeners need to really think about. Is like, well, what do I want to put out there? Yes. What kinds of thoughts and feelings do I want to yeah. think about my illness? I want to think about. Let's find somebody who will help me heal it. Well, <laughs> you're you're so spot on because that's exactly the time, the window that I found that is my intention as I was sitting on Google and looking for alternatives, it I was finally at my I went, that's it. I've got to, you know, find an alternative medicine or alternative way to do this. And that's when it showed up. Perfect. I'm so glad. So now are you hundred percent healed from this? Well I I wouldn't say I'm hundred percent. Here's what I mm-hmm. have noticed already. I have way, I have way more energy. Um, you know, gosh, I'm feeling, feeling better. I'm feeling more positive because with that condition, and as you know, with your, you know, your digestive and your stomach and all the things that you eat can cause emotional, you know, imbalances and so forth. So Mm -hmm. I'm definitely (laughs) feeling much more like myself, like I said, healthier, and it, you know, I think it's going to take a little while for the pigmentation to come back in the different areas that I have it. But um, I'm on the right path, and I've changed my lifestyle, and have made really hard decisions on what I will and won't do in my business, uh, so that uh-huh. so that I'm more focused on mm-hmm. what brings me more joy and what's more of my what I call my highest payoff activities and has that lowered your stress oh yeah <laughs> yeah big, big, big time it's just I was yeah. following a formula 
um, that really wasn't working for me. And I learned <laughs> it ha wasn't working for a handful of other women coaches in my industry. I've been kind of sharing, you know, swapping stories in the last couple months and realized, yeah, I am not the only one out there with, mm. with this stress issue. <laughs> so, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, so. and the, you know, the last piece to this, too, is if I didn't get congruent with really what was true for me, and how I'm running my business and staying happy and so forth, how could I possibly coach that? Yeah, good point, yeah. Right? Yeah, I love too how um, whatever you do in life, there will always be people in situations that will reflect back to you what you need to work on, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and that I think too that when you become a leader in a, in a field, you are challenged you have bigger challenges um, that come to you to help you help yourself and then help others because you're constantly learning and everything you learn you get to share. So oh yeah, do you find that true? Well, sure. You yeah. I mean, that's what that's what makes a lot of your content, as you know. Look at your incredible story. It's like we our life is our message. And mm -hmm. so when we go through, if we choose to be, as you and I have, mentors and coaches, when we're able to really turn our challenges into inspiration and helping others, besides mm -hmm. some of our passions, you know, mixed in with that, um, yes. it, that's why we're here. We're here to, we're here to help others. Yes. And I want to, I want to say too, just for listeners, that even if you're not, planning on creating a business and branding yourself and going out there and sharing all of this, you can still do these things that Marla's talking about in your own personal life. Um, you can become your, your, uh, the best version of you by reaching in, naming your top five values, making your decisions based on that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then next thing I want to talk about though, is, um, can you tell us about the money relationship as a catalyst for change and integration? Yeah, awesome. This is the juicy stuff. <laughs> this, is the juicy stuff. <laughs> this is the real juicy stuff. I love this. This really is where, this is where we see a, just magical changes. And I, and I and underline and use that word very carefully, magical. Um, <laughs> my, I love the word. It's, well, it's... Let me tell you, magic absolutely can happen in your life, and that's what this does. Um, I'm a, as you mentioned in the beginning, I'm a certified money breakthrough method um, coach, and I was certified through my mentor's program um, five, almost six years ago, and it did amazing things for not only my business, but the results that my clients were getting. And here's what it is, is my sweet spot is working closely with their relationship with money, right? And inspiring these women to transform it, transform their relationship with money by helping them really break free of these kind of limiting money habits, you know, kind of gain control of their money behaviors and build a, a stronger self-worth and then, of course, higher revenues. Um, because, you know, what we do is we really, that this is a, a, 
This is a statement and a trademark from my coach. And what she says is, how you do money is how you do everything. Wow. Yeah. And it's very true. And I've got story after story after story that we don't have time to go through, but with clients that have completely shifted how they're in that relationship with money. And more specifically, women operate with money so different than men, as with everything else, right? Yes, yes. But we have, okay, we have, however, been no fault of anybody's. We've been, if you will, trained and influenced to operate with money like a man, right? We've been in a very masculine-oriented society and ecosystem and you name it. Right, right. But things have shifted with the feminine energy and so forth. And mm-hmm. bottom line is women have to be in a relationship. That's we're we're gatherers, we're connectors, mm-hmm. we're collaborators. And when mm-hmm. somebody tells us it's it's all about the numbers, just get the goal, get it done, you know, <sighs> yeah. don't it's not emotion, it's not emotional and all these things. You're you're telling this woman what? And what happens literally with our brain, we kind of go haywire and go, what do you mean I can't have a relationship with money? And so... Mm -hmm. Because we're relators. We want to relate to others and things around us. Yes. So I mean is we have to, we take in our entire environment where men are terrific at being very single-focused, Mm-hmm. It's in there. It's how they're wired. It's how they're made. And we're yes. made, like I said, to be gatherers and collaborators and connectors and all that. And so what I'm doing with this method is I'm helping women validate really who they are in that relationship, actually get in relationship with their numbers, get in relationship mm-hmm. with looking at their bank statements, accounting for revenues that come in every day, opposed to guessing. Um, having, <laughs> having money conversations that are empowering rather than disempowering and feeling like they're afraid to talk about money or ask what they're worth. Mm. Can you give an example of that? I mean, yeah, um, of course. Yeah. So this happens to just about every client, but one in, one in particular is that when she finally, when she learned this part of it and, and evolved, she moved into the sales funnel system that I was coaching her. So it's first the money relationship, then we move into the sales funnel system. Well, mm-hmm. her meeting with a potential client, this was the very first time in, she's been in business five years, six years. Um, this was the, and doing okay, not bad, you know, for her business. Um, and she was a, mm-hmm. a beautiful photographer, wedding photographer. And uh-huh. she, for the first time in this meeting, she felt empowered about talking about money and not feeling she was going to have to um, discount her services to get their, their you know, to sign on. Uh, uh-huh. In other words, she felt her value. She got her value. She understood really, look, this is my rate. I'm not bringing it down because what I do is I help my clients Recognize other people's money issues. Uh-huh, other people, uh-huh. I call it money clutter. And we all, have, mm. we all have it on some level. And so what they do is they're able to honor what those needs are for that client, but stand in their dignity 
and know what their rates are and know mm -hmm. what their boundaries are. So when they're in that money conversation, to really express their value and what the client is going to be receiving, mm -hmm. it's a really clear path. I see. Okay, make, that's does that make sense. That's fantastic. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, how much of this do you find when you work with people on money um, is unconscious stuff that they haven't even really revealed yet? Oh, it's all unconscious. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, you bet. It's all, and that's what, what happens is I'm able to, in a very elegant, compassionate, you know, dignified way, is I help them see what's going on with their fear, doubt, lack, guilt, shame, avoidance, all those things around money. And we literally go back to kind of where it originated from and how to recalibrate right recalibrate this and i base it on the energy of money being metaphysical i bring a lot of universal law and energy into my work for my clients and um money like everything else is made of energy right it's original form it's a blessing right it's a blessing it's a beautiful energy just like everything out there nature you me we're all energy right Right, well, absolutely. Money is not separate from that. It doesn't sit on a shelf and you bring it down whenever you have to kind of deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> Although we wish we had, you know, piles of it sitting on Although, shelves. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you manage. That's not how it works. <laughs> <I know. laughs> like it's that. there, though. It's, it's there. Ready. But money, money, like everything else, is abundant in nature. We, it's we that put the label on the fear and the doubt and the lack and the judgment and all those things. That's a man-made thing. That's not, that's not what it is in its true form. So as, as I'm recalibrating not only how they're in this energetic relationship, either contraction mode or expansion mode, and contraction meaning the fear and the doubt and the lack and all of that, feelings and thoughts, and being able to recognize this, like you said, this unconscious behavior and name it and go, wait a minute, I don't want to be there. Shift it over to what I call expansion energy, which is faith, gratitude, trust, um, joy, appreciation, even in times of uncertainty, all right? Mm -hmm. Especially in times of uncertainty, because as you know, as an entrepreneur, and professional, we can get caught up in, oh my God, how am I going to get this bill paid? Or I want to take that vacation. Am I going to be able to make enough money for that? All of these things feed into yeah. you manifesting the opportunities, the people, the events, etc., that turn into money. Right. And we're right. in expansion mode versus contraction mode. Am I making kind of sense here? Yeah, it makes perfect sense too. And I, you know, it's one thing I think about is, you know, when um, a person enters faith, gratitude, trust, and all of that, um, it, do you find that sometimes that, that clients can get so um, metaphysical that they ignore the physical piece and that trips um, them up? No, I mean, because that, no. at least not in my world, because I do both the tangible and the intangible. I'm a very grounded meta metaphysical, you know, coach. If you yes. very yes, me, me too. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> very. right. Yeah, because I mean, if you don't make it practical, oh, it's not it's not going to work. <laughs> you, have, you have to have it practical. So there's a lot of 
a lot of practical, here's the tools, here's the systems, here's how you do, do your money, here's how you track it, here's how you pay off your bills, here's how you, you know, um, create what I call a, a higher money speedometer, because we, we, we tend to have this unconscious um, set point of how much we're going to earn, and I actually yeah. walk you through a formula and how to define where you're at, and then how to raise it, and so forth, so yes, it's oh, very, very, very so specific, very, structured very and, mm -hmm, along with the intangible. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So talk about an integrative approach oh, <laughs> of, you know, yeah. how to how to deal with money. Um, mm -hmm. Now you do talk. I know one of the things you do talk about is uh, the money legacy. Can you say something about that? Yeah. It, what we're doing and this kind of goes again to that, uh, speaks to that, to the process, if you will, or how we get from point A to point B, is that unconsciously, generation to generation, we are carrying down behaviors and habits around money that literally, I name it, this is your money legacy that you keep handing down. What I help my clients do is literally break that legacy, um, recalibrate their relationship with money to be more, to be healthy, to be more aware, to have the tools at any given time for the rest of their life, which tools they didn't have prior, and mm -hmm. create a new money legacy for them mm -hmm. and their family. So they're now handing down a more healthy relationship with money to their children if they're you know, if they have that or if it's yes. not them and their you know, spouse and so forth so that they literally are creating a new money legacy mm -hmm. to live and carry on rather than perpetuate the fear and the doubt and the lack and the, and the, and the guilt and the shame and all those things that tend to you know be defined as money okay does that make sense Yes. Yeah. Yes, it does. Okay. So a person's money legacy is what they learned, what they're bringing down through the history of their own family and, mm -hmm. and bringing into mm -hmm. future generations unless they change. Now you say that there's some typical common money behaviors. Mm -hmm. You bet. What are some of those? And, and again, this is no fault of anybody's because of that money legacy that's been handed down until somebody like me comes along to help them go, wait a minute, you blow the whistle, hold on. Yeah, <laughs> we're turning this around now. <laughs> turning this baby around. So, yeah, typical common money behaviors are under-earning. That's a big, big one for women. Fear of money conversations. Avoidance looking at bank statements. Lack of boundaries, trading and bartering. Holy cow. This is a big one. Um, and I'm giving away too much of your time. Talk about the trading and bartering. Mm -hmm. That's it's big. So I know I've done that and I did it to a fault at one point where oh. I was trading things I didn't even really want or need. Yeah. And then my bills aren't being paid. And then, you know, now it's like I only trade if I do it. And it's extremely rare. It's something I absolutely have to have. Oh, and so, do, so does the other person. Absolutely good, 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 have to good. have. It's a very even exchange. Very, very good. That's the boundary you want, right? Yes, there's going to be situations, and it has to be in moderation, right? Mm -hmm. Who you do a trade with. 
But here's the here's the kind of the background of us is that you know bartering and trading really comes from a long time ago the bootleg booze and the bootleg stuff where they traded and bartered you know food and liquor for what they needed uh, uh-huh. because of what lack lack yeah there's not enough to go not around to go around so what yeah. you're literally doing. If you're doing it too much, there's nothing wrong with what you've just said. I also have a few people that once in a while will barter, but definitely not a lot. Is that what you're doing, if you're doing it too much, and I know people that do this, is that you're literally exchanging lack energy. Uh, that's you're, interesting. And you're, perpe- okay. you're perpetuating, I don't have enough money, or I don't want to pay for this. In order to respect, and this is a big piece to the money stuff, is having a respectful, dignified relationship with money, the energy Mm -hmm. around it and the value for you and so forth, is to pay each other. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly, pay each other. Use each other's, (laughs) right, use each other's services. Put the money into flow. Yeah. Right, put the money into flow. It sounds like this could also just be a way of avoiding dealing with money. Yeah, well, that's that's avoidance, or I should say, money clutter is avoidance. Oh, okay. That that goes. It's it's, it's a synonymous. It's like money clutter is is avoidance. You know, there's different ways that we avoid, and that's one of them. We'll we'll barter or trade so that we don't necessarily have to you know pay for it. But it's also as you experienced, it's an uneven exchange. Um, there's always going to be someone in that duo or trio or whatever it is that they're going to feel, you know, kind of cheated. Um, so now you're bringing in negative energy around money. So there's an imbalance that goes on typically because of the power of money and the energy behind it, which is abundance. Okay. Now we've covered a lot of ground (laughs) here. We've talked about illness and money and those issues. And okay, we've covered a lot of ground here. So um, I would love to keep talking to you, but um, let's, uh, you've got some, uh, a special gift for the community. What, what do you have for us? Yeah. Okay, everybody in Megland. Uh, (laughs) Of course, uh, what I have for you, and you can go to, it's a, it's a 10 page report on my five essential strategies to a thriving brand and profitable business. And uh, it literally goes through in more detail with with actions to take and so forth on the topics we just talked about today. So go to five, the number five, essentialstrategies.com, right? And you can go to that page and fill in your info and then you'll get a download and it's a PDF download and report printed out and it's, it's awesome. Read it. (laughs) Actually, I'm like all excited. I can't wait to read it. (laughs) Yeah, that's five. It's the number five five. essentialstrategies.com. Yeah. So excellent. Okay. That's great. So please go download that and, uh, it sounds like that would be a huge help for uh, for uh, people with illness. You know, I mean, these it's things that have exercises that help you identify parts of yourself that 
are maybe uh, fractured or you didn't even know might be contributing to your issues or interrelated with them. Um, it's always great. Very much so, yeah. I mean, it, it's yeah. It, what this is, is it's a, a, a snapshot view of really my signature system of mm -hmm. what I've just shared with you when, when clients go through my programs. It'll give you a good feel on what are the five points that we work on from the money to integrating all of who you are into your brand and, you know, innovation and so forth. Okay, great. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh, God, I love it. Are you kidding? I know. I could sit here with you talk about all this stuff. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm so grateful for the work that you're doing in the world, just in helping people grow and change and um, appreciate you so much. So thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. <laughs> so so listeners thank you so much for listening and if you guys have a chronic illness or persistent symptoms maybe you've got fibromyalgia irritable bowel syndrome cancer like marla had um i personally have had fibromyalgia in ibs um or persistent symptoms like migraine headaches skin rashes or a cough that just won't go away so if you have any of those things i would love to work with you and help you get well soon so just find me on facebook message me join my private wellness community on facebook also called get well soon um, you just have to ask to join and i'd be happy to have you we have an amazing group in there um, or just check me out at meghayworth.com it's m-e-g-h-a-w-o-r-t-h.com and you can sign up for a free consultation with me on my website. Uh, leave a review here on iTunes when you listen to this. And please share this with as many people as you think might benefit. Because uh, we just want to keep getting the word out to help people get well. Uh, so I just want to remind you that food and thoughts. Food and thoughts can kill you or they can heal you. The choice is up to you. This is Dr. Meg Hayworth. Thank you so much for listening. I truly hope that this podcast series will help you get well soon. For more information, go to meghayworth.com to sign up for our email list, get your free copy of five anti-inflammatory on-the-go lunch recipes, and access to our private Facebook community. Thank you so much for listening.